Welcome to My Property World, a light and informative look at all things property. We have designed this series for people involved in property and property finance in the UK market. However, we do take examples from all around the property world. Our aim is for us to make money from property together. Whether that be buying, selling, financing, trading or getting involved in a deal in another way. We do this by informing, entertaining and enjoying ourselves talking property, which gives you a chance to get to know us, what we're up to and to check us out until you're ready to make money together. In the meantime, My Property World is free and fun, so plug in your headphones and enjoy. We would love for you to like, share and comment, so please do on social media. And if you have questions, ideas for topics or deals you would like to explore, we're always looking for guests, so get in touch via the My Property World profile. Hello and welcome to My Property World. I'm Will Mallard. I'm joined by Christine Genoway. Great to have you back on the show, Christine. And we're, we're getting some insight from uh, one of Britain's most uh, expert negotiators, uh, 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 an advisor to uh, the property stars, I, I, I should say. Uh, Christine is a chartered surveyor, and we're talking about uh, property is poker, or as poker, at least. So what can you tell us about, about this, uh, Christine? Okay, so <laughs> this is quite uh, amusing, isn't it, really? Um, I describe property ne- negotiations as like a game of poker. Adam Lawrence dis- would describe it as like a game of chess. Um, I mean, they're both very sort of technical, cerebral exercises, aren't they? But I think <clears throat> whichever angle you're coming from, and in fact, whatever you're doing, this is not just to do with um, negotiation on property deals and all the rest of it. Um, everything in life comes down to this really you you stand your best chance of getting the outcome that you want if you have as much information about the other party as possible so that you can make a reasonably close to accurate assessment of their position um the maybe the urgency that what their drivers and motivation are whether that's money time uh, with some people, it's reputation. That's their driver. And that's actually quite an easy one to take advantage of often. <laughs> um, but I've been involved in many um, negotiations over the years where information gathered about the other side has been extraordinarily useful because once you know what the other party's motivation is, then you can target your negotiations to satisfy that motivation. And basically all the other, or generally speaking, all their other demands uh, will fall away because if they can if they can satisfy their primary motivation, the others were just secondary and they, they're not really important. Um, so the art of compromise, of course, is that each party gets enough of what they want. Hence, if you can tap into their motivation and satisfy that, um, then the other elements you can have because they're not they're not important to them. Um, so I I think about this like a game of poker because you need to know what the other person's hand is if if at all possible, and you need to make sure that your hand is better. Again, if at all possible. <laughs> so I've had a couple of instances where I've 
bluffed because uh, bluffing is a poker thing, not chess, isn't it? You don't bluff in chess. I don't really play chess, but as far as I'm aware, you don't bluff in chess. But in poker, you can bluff. And um, I had a particular experience with an agent where my client needed to extend their lease just for a few months and they were being point blank refusing. But I, I knew that their primary motivation was income, cash flow. So I simply used that and I bluffed them that a break notice would be served and they would lose four, six months income um, if they didn't accommodate my client. And it was literally right to the wire. I had the service agent in my office with a notice to break in an envelope ready to take to their office. Um, and they, they caved at the last minute because I knew that cash flow was their motivation and that six months cash flow would be the thing that unlocked this. But it's, it's, it's brilliant as, a, as a, an agent working for a client like that. Um, as long as you can keep your clients um, just this side of a nervous breakdown, then everything goes fine. <laughs> and and it's, a, um, it's an interesting world these days with the uh, access to information uh, on the internet. Yeah, your ability to... Uh, look into uh, the land registry to look into uh, the charges on company's house um, so you know who the lender is um, and depending on who that is you can look at you know their uh, their accounts uh, which are often often a you know insightful um, piece of information and what what they're trying to do uh, is, uh, I think, one of the key things. Like, what are they going to uh, do with the property if they're they're buyers or um, potential tenants? What what does that allow them to do in their business? And then, on the other side, um, what if if the capital uh, is uh, put into the business um, as a uh, it goes into the seller? What what, are, what do they want? What are they trying to do? And and if you um, if you have that sort of knowledge as to what someone wants, you've got there's a possibility that you can help them get that or um, make make them feel like that's you know that's yeah yeah absolutely absolutely. I had an incident um, incident <laughs> instance with a client several years ago where they wanted to acquire some leasehold properties from a current leaseholder who was going bust basically and the leases were horrendous they were onerous they it's no wonder the previous operator um went bust because the leases would have forced them into receivership sooner or later um and i i found out through um a bit of subterfuge uh, who the um the agent for the freeholder who was assisting the assignment of the leases kept telling me oh there's another bidder and they're prepared to pay the full rent but my client I was saying you only you only want to pay half that rent um because it's outrageous and um are oh, they prepared to pay the full rent they this like that so I I thought well either he's just completely bluffing me or there is another bidder so I've made it my mission to find out which I did through um basically sending one of my building surveyors to ostensibly do um, an insurance revaluation, but he's very chatty, this chap. And um, he found out who the other people had been 
looking around the building and then who they were working for and all the rest of it. So I then had the opportunity to research the other so-called bidder who turned out to be, you know, a company of straw. <laughs> and um, I used that against the agent acting for the freeholder because I was then able to do a very quick valuation of the, of the freeholder's interest with the other party as the tenant or my client as the tenant. And despite the fact that the rent was going to be 50% of what I'd been passing, the investment value was several million pounds higher. So that and I... Uh, while the uh, owner of the property would be receiving a lower income or cash flow, uh, the valuation would be much higher and, um, and, and that made their loan-to-value uh, in a better place and that, that might have an impact on what they were doing as a portfolio far more than getting a, a, a bit more rent on a, a quarterly basis. Exactly, precisely. And once I knew that was their driver, then, uh, then the rest of the negotiations just fell into place. But you do have to you do have to use all means necessary <laughs> to to find out that key bit of information, and then it is a sort of game of bluff at that point because they they don't necessarily know that you know. I mean, I, in that instance, I did say, look, let's just put all our cards literally on the table. I know that this is going on. I know who they are. Here's my valuation with them on the lease. What do you think? And here's my valuation with my client. This and he just went, oh, okay. So she's found out. Okay, right. Let's just get this done then. Um, so, but without that, I would have literally just been casting round in the dark, um, trying to get, trying to scrape the best deal for my clients, which wouldn't have been good enough actually. So yeah, a bit of uh, it's a bit like James Bond as well. It's a bit of spying, you know, and. Uh, bluff and counter bluff and I love it actually <laughs> I have some, some people are not psychologically you know cut out for it they find it too stressful and all that but I find it really you know dare I say exciting <laughs> yeah, and I think one of the the keys in property is to figure out what what are the bits that you uh, you're good at what what do you enjoy um and and what uh, what what creates value, and, and I, I definitely see that that uh, that piece of the um, picture, I suppose, uh, because there's a thousand things within a property deal that that need to happen, and uh, that that's such an important uh, key part of it. That ability to read the opposition and uh, and then play your cards right, basically. Exactly. I knew I had four aces at that point, so I wasn't worried. <laughs> if that is a winning hand in poker, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, a, a winning hand is the term. That's that's brilliant. So, Christine Janaway, um, a pleasure having you on. You can check out Christine on LinkedIn. Uh, Christine Janaway, um, I, I think uh, it's got your uh, series of letters. You're your a fellow of the Royal uh, Charter. So get in touch. I'm Will Mallard. This is My Property World. Thanks very much, Christine. Thanks, Will. Welcome to My Property World, a light and informative look at all things property. We have designed this series for people involved in property and property finance in the UK market. However, we do take examples from all around the property world. Our aim is for us to make money from property together. 
whether that be buying, selling, financing, trading, or getting involved in a deal in another way. We do this by informing, entertaining, and enjoying ourselves talking property, which gives you a chance to get to know us, what we're up to, and to check us out until you're ready to make money together. In the meantime, my property world is free and fun, so plug in your headphones and enjoy. We would love for you to like, share and comment, so please do on social media. And if you have questions, ideas for topics or deals you would like to explore, we're always looking for guests, so get in touch via the My Property World profile.